Welcome back to another episode of Lady, You're Scaring Us. I'm Hillary. And I'm Taylor. I feel like we should have probably done this a few episodes ago because this is episode like, what, 13? <laughs> yeah, but 12 or 13. We just want to start off with thanking everybody who's been with us so far, who listens to us talk about true crime. Just listens to us, period, because yeah. sometimes we're a lot. Yeah. I think we're funny. And there's a million true crime podcasts out there, but you guys listen to us. So our family and friends. Thank you. Yeah. Chaney hyped us up for before we even had microphones. Amy talks us up to like literally every person that we come in contact with. Hey, hey, they have a podcast. You should listen. And I'm going, no, no, it's, hey, hey. no, it's, it's not, it's nothing. I, it will be, it's amazing how many like random people walk up and be like, your podcast. And I'm like, how do you know about that? I'm like, well... Amy. Yeah, because she got her friend Kristen listening to us, and then her husband's kind of obsessed with us. Don't even say his name. Don't get him the satisfaction. Troy, a.k.a. <laughs> T-Roy. He's going to shit himself. Got a little T-Roy. shout out on the pod. Um, and then, of course, Marisa. <sighs> My brother. Love her so much. And all of our other co-workers that listen to <clears> us <throat> and ask about our podcasts and how everything's going. And then we're going to get down to our real fans because friends and family, they have to like us. Yeah, they don't count. They have to. They're blow just sp- being supportive. Yeah, they got to blow smoke up oh, our ass. <laughs> Hillary and Taylor's little project is so cute. Yeah, and when we walk away, they're like, oh my fucking God, God I'm so tired. I'm so sick of them. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll listen. <laughs> and they're shaking their head. <laughs> but all you people who follow us on Instagram, if you first of all, if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us. That's an we, order. Yeah. But we've got a few people who tend to reach out to us a lot. We've got Lauren. She sent us our first ever message on Instagram. It was very, very sweet, very supportive. She's cool. She's messaged us a couple times since then. Hi, Lauren. Christine literally comments on every single thing we post. Christine? She's amazing. She sounds like my kind of Yep, girl. she posts on everything. She listens to everything. She likes everything. Oh, Christine. Mm-hmm. A loyal girl. Yep. And then Laura is super cool. She I likes all of our that. stuff. She's messaged us a couple times, and she's extra cool because she's from the UK. Oh. Yeah. I can't do it. Just out of respect, I can't do it. Literally. But it, I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted to, but I'm, I'm not going sorry to. Sorry if we you get offended by our... Um, Me wanting to do an accent. I won't do it, though. Yeah. I won't. And basically, anybody who's not from America, you're cool in our book. Like I said, India. Laura, yeah, that was We crazy. figured out we have Indian listeners. Maybe. Unless they've got like an IP address that's just... But that's crazy. Renee likes all of our stuff. Hi, Renee. Julia. Julia. Kayla's messaged us and said we were really funny. Kayla. Gotta love her. Um, I'm your fan. Whitney likes everything we post just about. And she, Whitney. She has a really, really cute baby. <gasps> Cute baby. And then I see Kelly's name a lot. Hannah, Michelle, Tell. Those are just a few people. So if we miss somebody, sorry. Because there's other people. Those are just the ones that I feel like I see. All the time? Yeah, and that have Consistent, messaged us. Loyal. Mm-hmm. So Thank you, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, message us anytime. Or if you just want to say, hey, if you want to make a comment about anything, if you want to suggest a story. I know I asked once before for story suggestions, and I do have a list of those. And me and Taylor have split them up. So she's going to do a couple. I'll do a couple. So those are being worked on as we speak. Also, if you hear fumbling in the background, it's me eating these red vines, but I'm going to try really hard. They're good. No, they're not. They're delicious. Mm -mm. Hillary loves me so much, so she brought me some red vines, even Mm. though she hates them. They're disgusting. We went to a movie, and I said, hey, let me try one of those. (laughs) It was disgusting. Hated it. She chooses to eat fucking red vines. They're so good. Our story today, it makes me mad. Like, extremely mad. I'm going to have to watch what I say because I don't want to offend anybody because this is 
kind of a touch. I mean, it's not a touchy subject, but uh. nobody likes Hillary when she's angry either. <laughs> Gee, thanks. I don't get angry that much. Uh, exactly. Okay. So when you are angry, it's like, oh god. Okay. This is serious. I'm pretty easily to piss off, so I don't. Our story today does involve the military. America. I, again, I don't want to offend anybody. I am proud to be American, where at least I know I'm kind of free. <laughs> and I won't forget the men who died and women who gave that right to me. Right. And right? would you stand up? Next to who? Next to me? You, yes. Okay. Her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But no, seriously, I couldn't do it. That's why I didn't sign up. My daddy served in this country. I was about to say, your dad was military. I've got a couple family members who were military. No disrespect to any of them throughout this whole thing. Just like everything, there are good people and bad people involved and everything. But this just just makes me mad, man. The thing is, there's always going to be, unfortunately, when we're talking about the military or any kind of police, any kind of like male-dominated profession, there's going to be situations like those that occur. And it's not always, and some situations are handled like they should be, and some more than not are not. And that's why it's so dodgy. Yeah. But this shit is... Yeah. Taylor knows the juice of it, but not all the details. So we're going to jump into it today. We are talking about Lavina Johnson. So Lavina was born uh, July 27th, 1985 in Florescent, Missouri to Linda and Dr. John Johnson. She had three older brothers and a younger sister. Her dad said that she was a natural born leader. And after her baby sister was born, Lavina volunteered to be in charge. Uh, She'd lead her sister around by the hand. You know, if they'd go somewhere, oh, I'll watch her. Good big sister, unlike myself. (laughs) On Sundays, she would make sure that all of her family was up early enough to go to church so she could go to Sunday school. Yes, Lord. She was a top student throughout her school years. She sang in the church choir. She played violin. She ran track. At 11, she became a member of PETA, like the kind of member that pays to be a member. Oh. Like not she wasn't fucking around. Not Peter Bur- not Peter Bread. Got it. No. People for the ethical treatment of animals. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and she became a vegetarian. Uh, she Duh. also became a member of Vegetarian Economy and Green Agriculture or Vega, which they advocate for alternative means of meat other than farm animals. And she was fucking eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Damn. Right. When I was eleven, I was like not doing that. No. Mm-mm. Uh, in 2004, after graduating high school with honors, of course, um, okay. Lavina really wanted to attend a liberal arts college on the West Coast. Her dream was to be a big filmmaker. Her dad had actually written some fiction novels, and her goal was to one day, like, turn his books into movies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But they had five children, you know, and Lavina was, was worried that her going to college would be a financial burden on her parents. And so instead of going to college, like she had talked about all her life, she decided to forego college and enter the United States Army. Both of her parents had actually served in the military. And her dad, John, worked for the Army as a civilian psychologist. Hmm. Yeah. So they really didn't want Lavina to join. They wanted her to follow her actual dream. But she convinced them that she would be doing something good for her country while traveling and earning her own money so she could go to college and do that later. Her parents were also afraid that she would be deployed because this was three and a half years after 9-11 and the U.S. was busy fighting that war on terror. Yeah. Yeah. Lavina joined the United States Army as a private in September. She spent the next 10 weeks in basic training at Fort Jackson in South Carolina. And she wrote letters to her family just about every day to keep in touch. They were a super duper tight, close family. 
At her graduation, her parents were told by her drill sergeants that they could tell that she was raised in a good disciplined household. She was mentally tough and they said a lot of times that she was used as a role model for not only other females, but other men. In May of 2005, her parents' fear came true. Mm. Lavina was assigned to the 129th Corps Support Battalion and deployed to serve a tour in Balad, Iraq. Balad is, I'm assuming that's how you say it, Balad, Balad, Balad. Sure. Balad is several miles north of the capital Baghdad, and it was home to Balad Air Base. By the time Lavina got there, U.S. forces had captured the air base, and it had been renamed the Anaconda Logistics Support Area. My Anaconda don't. don't. <laughs> I had to. Uh, <laughs> Anaconda. Okay. I mean, you could have named it anything. I mean, anacondas are scary. Yeah, but I feel like there could have been something cooler you could have said. So for six weeks, she called home almost every day. During one phone call on July 17th, they talked about Christmas plans. Lavina loved holidays. And like I said, they were super close family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have... It was a joyous occasion for yeah, them. Yeah, holidays are fun. She loved the holidays. And on that phone call, she made her mom promise that they wouldn't start decorating the tree until she got home. Uh, after talking for a little bit, her parents asked if they should wake up the rest of the family to talk to her because, you know, the time difference was really early over there or whatever. Lavina told them no because she didn't want to wake up her siblings. And she said that she would call back in a few days, but she never did call back. And this is right around when? July 17th. July. Okay. At 7.30 a.m. on July 19th. Mm-hmm. 2005, the Johnsons heard a knock at the door. Linda looked out the window and saw a soldier in army fatigue standing outside. Mm-hmm. Having both been in the military, Lavina's parents pretty much figured what this meant. You know, they don't just show up right. at your door for nothing. Uh, it was then that they learned news that was every parent's worst nightmare. They were told that Lavina was dead. She'd been found that morning with a gunshot wound to her head, and it was believed to have been self-inflicted. Her parents were stunned. They had just talked to her on the phone a few days ago, and she sounded fine. Her dad started to ask follow-up questions, but all the soldier would say was that Lavina's death was being investigated by the army and the army would be in touch, which he's probably just a messenger mm-hmm. also. so Probably didn't know anything. No. Right. What a shitty job, though, having to go tell people. Uh-uh. Yeah. Lavina's family then began the process of planning their daughter's funeral. When Lavina's body came home, her dad went to the funeral home to see her. A casualty liaison officer had told him that they recommended a closed casket because, quote, it wasn't pretty. Prepared with that knowledge ahead of time, Dr. Johnson was still shocked when he saw his daughter. There was more to her injuries than a gunshot wound to the head. It looked like she'd been beaten up. Her face had numerous scratches. Her nose had been broken. Her eyes were black, and she had some broken teeth. Hmm. Another weird thing that her dad noticed was the gunshot was on the left side of her head, and Lavina was right-handed. So she didn't shoot herself. Well, I'm not going to shoot myself in the head with... You don't want to do a reach around? I'm going to do a wrap around. Yeah. I'm not going to shoot myself with my non-dominant hand. I can barely grip anything with my left hand. Dr. Johnson wanted to speak to the doctor who'd performed his daughter's autopsy, and he was told that he would be contacted within a few days when the autopsy was completed. But they didn't hear anything until August 3rd, which was 11 days after the autopsy was completed. When Lavina's dad finally met with the doctor who completed the autopsy, he asked about the bullet wound being on the left side of her head. The doctor said it was an exit wound. Okay. Yeah, I get that. He went on to say that Lavina had put an M16 rifle in her mouth and pulled the trigger. It, it makes it would I make guess s- I could see that. Right. right. Okay. But wouldn't time out, sorry. Wouldn't if you were gonna put it I don't to get too graphic, but if you were gonna put it in your mouth, wouldn't you put it up and not to the side? I don't know. would I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just she just put her fingers in her mouth. 
I was trying to line it up. I don't know. I feel like you'd go like this or like this. Well, let's not simulate that again. Yeah. (laughs) So he said that she put an M16 rifle in her mouth and pulled the trigger. Her dad was immediately suspicious. Having military history, he was familiar with that weapon. It was a 40-inch weapon, and Lavina was only 5'1", so her arms wouldn't have been long enough to pull the trigger. What? When Dr. Johnson brought this up, the doctor that did the autopsy just said, well, she managed. I'm going to manage a slap across your face. I'm going to Google. She's 5'1"? I'm 16. Yeah. I'm not a um, rifleman. Yeah, there's no way. Mm-mm. Even if you had long arms. Let me say it again. How would... You wouldn't be able to. I don't think so. You wouldn't even be able to grip it from that far away. I wouldn't think so. The, what I'm looking at, it doesn't really... I don't really... Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that So being a current. Well, she managed. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Then he brought up the fact that an M16 was a high caliber weapon. Wouldn't the damage to the skull be much more severe if she'd shot herself at point-blank range. Right. The autopsy doctor told Lavina's dad that he wasn't looking at the body from the right angle to see the damage properly. But to her dad, it looked like a smaller caliber gun had been used. And I will say, you can see autopsy pictures. I did look at one. It is a little gunshot. Not a rifle. Which I feel like would blow your head off not to be Have you, can you, graphic. Did you look up the difference between the two? Like one of a rifle and one of a no. pistol not like brain not yeah. somebody um, shot, like, but no. like bullet holes i mean i'm i'd probably look the same on paper maybe maybe not but i'm just saying we're just a couple of americans that don't know nothing about guns sorry we ain't your average southern <laughs> i ain't never even shot no gun <gasps> never never ever like i said i did see the autopsy picture it was just a small little exit wound yeah i would think that it would be a bigger impact But he's basically saying, well, you're not seeing the inside. Dr. Johnson then asked if a rape kit had been done, and he was told no because there wasn't anything that indicated she needed one. So no rape kit was done, and no fingernail scrapings were ever taken from her body. The family also discovered through witness statements and medical records that prior to her death, Lavina was undergoing medical treatment in Iraq after a sexual assault. Rewind. Say that last part again. As they were trying to get information through witness statements and medical records, they found out that Lavina was being treated for um, sexual assault. Yeah. She had actually been diagnosed with an STI and was prescribed medication for it. So even though that they probably knew about this, they weren't going to look for that? There was no indication that it needed to be looked okay, for. Okay, well, she had... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see how this <laughs> is just infuriating? Yeah. It really... Grinds my gears. Oh, boy. If I could just... That's fucked up. Get my fucking hands on people. Somebody call Olivia Benson. Shit. I'm her. Let's go. She hadn't told her family about this, of course. I mean, like why it's, it's a, they, she probably knew how upset they would be. They would want her home and it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Like, even though it's something that's not your fault, it's, it's embarrassing. It's It's an embarrassing subject to talk about. You especially wouldn't want to tell your dad. Yeah, no. Like Mm-mm. having to tell my f- any of my family members. Right. Like it's just. Yeah, that wouldn't be a fun conversation. Yeah. So the army claimed that Lavina had shown signs of depression, which led her to kill herself. I mean, if she had been sexually assaulted, maybe. Right. But I feel I, I, I also feel like she would have talked. Her dad's a psychologist or psych- psychiatrist. Her dad's a psychiatrist. Right. But if she's not talking to her dad. Right. But I feel like that she would. She might. Like, hey, I, this I would, is how I if feel. it were me, I would play it as, hey, I'm not having a good time here. This isn't for me. I want to come home. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that would have at least been said. Yeah. Forgoing the sex, like. And especially since if they're supposedly a, 
I won't say supposedly, if they were a, good, a close family, mm-hmm. I feel like that conversation could yeah. have been had. Without mentioning the sexual assault. But like you said, maybe she was feeling some kind of like, like you know how victims will, when that, something like that happens, it's like, well, if I hadn't done this and if right. I hadn't done that, mm-hmm. kind of started like blaming yeah. herself about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what she was going through. So she didn't speak to them because she was like, well, it's my fault. But like I said, again, I feel like she could have, if she was depressed, she could have brought that up without mentioning all the other stuff just by vaguely saying like, yeah, this isn't for me. I want to come home. But I have a feeling like, especially if you're close with like, like, I'll say this, especially if you're close to fit your family members or your parents or whatever else, when you're having a conversation with them and you say something like that and they know you and they start pushing, you're going to be like, you're immediately going to be like, I can't like, cause you're going to want to say something, but you can't. So you just have to like avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my mom especially would be like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I just want to come home. Your breaths are weird. Yeah. I just want to come home. Your breathing's not the way no, it I used to be. I just want to come home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I threw it in the cave. <laughs> so anyway, they said that she had been showing signs of depression, which led her to kill herself. They also provide, keep, I mean, not that this matters either, but she was there for six weeks. She had only been there for yes. six weeks. So just keep that in Shit. mind. Shit. Okay. Like, again, whatever. <clears throat> but that's a short amount that's of That's a lot of things to happen in six weeks. And also, you saw signs of her being that depressed in six weeks and didn't, A, do anything about it. Like, I also have a question. Because, obviously, male females, they are in separate ha- bunks. Ask your dad. My dad was in the air. My dad was in the chair force. Yeah, my my military family are, too. <laughs> or were, too. I'm not gonna, Are and were. Now, he did some things, but I don't. Like, he was stationed in other countries, but he mm-hmm. was never deployed. Yeah. So, like, he did. I would assume. My uncle Jerry was a um, <laughs> mechanic for the Thunderbirds. Hey, that's hey, pretty cool. You know what's dope? My dad, my dad was a lieutenant colonel. I don't know what that means. It means he was, like, kind of yes, a big sir. deal. Yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> like, he was kind of a big deal. No, but he, when we used to go see him um at work so he used to take me and my brother out to like the flight decks or whatever we would see those planes take off it was mm-hmm. cool when you said thunderbirds that's exactly what i thought yeah of. he was like i said i think he was a mechanic for them i know he went to korea my dad was in korea too <gasps> they also provided reports from fellow soldiers that said that lavina had just been broken up with by a boyfriend of two months she's not going to kill herself over a boyfriend of two months she doesn't sound like a girl that's going to kill herself over a fucking man not a boy Right. There you go. It's not the men in the military that I don't like. It's the boys in the military. Period. We live in a highly <clears throat> military populated area. Mm-hmm. Like you go out and it's all you see. And it's like, are you in a fraternity or are you in the military? Act like it. It's kind of the same thing. It's, Give- it's funny because we went to dinner not too long ago and we saw now where we're at. There's a naval base. Yeah. There's an air force base. Yeah. One on each side. Yeah. <laughs> they even have marine school here. I okay, that yeah, makes sense. So is. we're surrounded. Mm-hmm. The other day we're at dinner, and I see like you know, oh hair, yeah, we're, the lack of um, fashion sense. Some of them wear chacos. It's just yeah, because they whatever they don't wear their outfits, their nice dress, blues, right. whites, whatever when they're out and about because they will get in trouble for acting a fool <laughs> in those. But they don't have to wear them to know if there's three or more. In a group, and they have the same haircut, you know. Right. Well, they were all sitting at a table, and I'm just sitting there looking at them. I'm like, those are fetuses. Mm-hmm. And my brother turns to me and goes, that's what's fighting for our country. That's what's fighting for our safety right there. And they were all like frat boys. Kappa, like, kappa douchebags. Kappa, kappa douchebags with like 
yeah pictures of being like, yeah I, I just i vapes. want <laughs> i want to go up to him and i want to look him in the face and be like i don't give a fuck that you're in the military just so you know i want you to know that they all have matching tattoos yeah i don't like them like i when i'm out i literally want one to hit on me and be like some of them in the military so i can look at them and be like i don't i don't i don't care i, I really don't, i don't, really don't, don't give, give a, a fuck, fuck. <laughs> now piss off we may sound like we're, we, it's just a certain type of them. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not trying to say all of them. No, because we respect the men, men. Thank you. We respect the men, but the little boys mm-hmm. that start out. No, no. I want to beat their asses. They just so bad. They just sign up to be, be able to drive to, a Camaro and a name drop. I'm and a name Navy. drop. Yeah. I'm in the Navy. Baby. You, you wouldn't know. It's a Navy thing. But Lavina was a strong woman who would not kill herself over a boy. I feel like she wouldn't. I don't know her, but I know that. But I mean, just look at her, look at her accomplishments. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the kind of girl that would be concerned about a boy over two months. Mm -mm. Let me show you a picture of her. Mm. She a baddie? Ain't nobody breaking up with her. Oh, okay. Ain't nobody breaking up with her. Oh, yeah. She's cute. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it that... It's unfortunate, too, because how easily this is probably swept under the rug because she's an African-American woman. There you go. Strike two. Yeah. Not only is she a woman in the military, she's a black woman Mm -hmm. in the military. Okay. Yep. Strike one and two. Unfortunately. So, she allegedly had told someone... That made my stomach drop. I didn't like the way that made my stomach feel. Yeah, it's bullshit. Because I didn't know what she looked like until just now. Yep. I mean, it was already a sad story before I knew mm-hmm. what she looked like, but now that I know what she looks like, I'm like, that's... Even more fucked up. Because unfortunately, if she were white, it would have been handled a different way. Maybe. Maybe, because she still is a woman. Right. And the In bros got to protect the bros. Yeah. She allegedly said she hated her life and had talked about suicide for several weeks. So if that's the case, what the fuck were you guys doing? Where was the help? If that's true... Where was the help? Uh, and you know, because there was a picture of her and another girl. You know, she had girl. Like, it's one thing for her to say, say that around guys and guys just being like, woo, woo, woo. she had girlfriends. They would have told. They would have reached out and gotten help for her. Yeah, they would have. Yeah. So I'm not buying that. Mm-mm. Well, her dad's a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. If it were that bad, you'd think. But I don't want to assume. I mean, I know people... And here's, I know people who are genuinely suicidal are very good at hiding it. Yes, they are. But if she's walking around talking about it. Yeah, that's kind of like. If that were the case, somebody would have reached out and gotten her help. I would hope. Like, there had to have been one person if she had told him that. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. But on the flip side, there were reports from her commanding officers that said that she was immensely positive, disciplined, and well-adjusted. Again, it's easy to hide things. But... Under that kind of stress and being in Iraq. Yeah, no, that doesn't add up. Yeah, like, yeah, you can hide stuff at home, but like, I feel like. But it would be visible. There, I think so. Under mm. all that stress, being in the fucking desert. It would, I feel like it would be visible for something like that. The U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Command version of what happened is this. Lavina got off work on the night of July 18th. She went back to her tent, put on a reflective belt for safety because it was nighttime and then she went to like the little commissary on base and she bought a six pack of soda m&ms and some lip balm after her purchase she went back to her tent 
dropped off the stuff on her bed, she picked up the rifle, and she walked to a nearby contractor's tent. Once inside, she used a can of accelerant to start a small fire, burning pages from, and it, it varies, either pages from her journal, some things say it was emails. So She burned something. Yeah, and then she shot herself. Okay, why would she go to the commissary and buy a six-pack of soda and M&M's? And lip balm. And lip balm. She was going to kill herself. Dr. Johnson wanted a full copy of the autopsy report, obviously. And he got one on September 19th. There were black and white pictures of the scene, and it showed Levina lying on her back in the contractor's tent with her right arm draped over her face. Not a lot of detail could be seen because they were in black and white. So he asked for colored copies. They wanted all the info they could get, but the Army wasn't giving in. Dr. Johnson, and this, is, this was over a span of time, they were asking for this stuff. Dr. Johnson ended up going to Washington, D.C. and meeting with his congressman, William Lacey Clay, to try to get the info that the family wanted. Coincidentally, at the same time, Clay was already part of a congressional probe that was investigating fraudulent reports from the Department of Defense in regards to the death of Pat Tillman. We're going to sidebar for just a moment and talk about Pat Tillman. That name sounds familiar. Corporal Pat Tillman was an Army Ranger who was killed while serving in Afghanistan in April of 2004. The initial report of his death claimed that he had been involved in a hellacious enemy ambush, and through his courageous actions, he got his team to safety, but he sustained a mortal wound in the process. He was portrayed as an American hero, and President George W. Bush awarded him the prestigious Silver Star. Well, as it turns out, that's not what happened at all. That whole story was completely made up. Corporal Tillman was killed by friendly fire, meaning one of his fellow soldiers had shot and mortally wounded him. If it was an accident, why would you come up with such an elaborate story God damn. To cover it up. What up, boo? We just looked at this picture, by the way. Wait, okay. So he, I think, was a football player. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's fun. I mean, he's not my type, but he's a <laughs> fucking brick house. He's not my type. He's, I mean, he, he's a good looking guy. I need a guy. big boy. That's not, big yeah, boy. <laughs> that's not what I was expecting at all. I like big boys. Well, he wasn't too big. He was only 5'11". Yeah, but he's thick with he's two a, C's. He is yeah, he, was, he played four seasons in the NFL. Um, Pat Tillman was shot by friendly fire when one allied group fired upon another in confusion after nearby gunfire was mistakenly believed to be from the enemy. Obviously, this is less heroic of a story. It was kept under wraps until almost two months later when the Pentagon informed the Tillman family of the actual manner of his death. So can you imagine, like, hearing that? And, I'm, you know, they're proud of their son anyway, regardless. Because he stopped playing football to, to go. But now they think that their son's a hero. And he's not. Not really. Yes and no. You know. Maybe it's because he was in the public eye that they felt like they had to. Maybe so. See, I didn't know that he was a football player until you told me just now. Oh, okay. Uh, so this realization led to an outrage, and people began making accusations against the Army for manufacturing an American hero. And they think it was to, you know, you say that, but some people were also thinking it was to help bolster public support of the war. So here's the yeah. enemy. They shot a dude we know and love. We got to fucking get him back. Right. That's fucked up. So that, re that um, representative was already involved in a case a little similar. Yeah. Military cover-ups. Okay. So, Representative Clay decided to use this probe to put the Army on the spot about Lavina. 
He brought up her case, told the members of the hearing that her family had been met with nothing but a wall of disrespect, and he asked the Army to turn over the info that Dr. Johnson wanted. The Army acted like they were going to be cooperative, especially because the hearing was televised. Mm. But off camera, they backpedaled. And they said that Dr. Johnson, her father, was not entitled to that information. Her father is not entitled to that information. The information of his daughter's death, he is not entitled to that. Because that information is owned by the United States of America. Why are they I'd be like, I'm a fucking taxpayer, bitch. I know, but why, I don't understand. Like, if it's a suicide, why are you fighting so hard to protect that information? America. So, in the end, members of congressional hearing ordered the United States Army to turn the information over. They actually use the Freedom of Information Act. Bitch. Yeah. That's horrible, too, especially since her dad served. And that makes it 10 times worse. 10,000 times worse. Like, I suck. America? Yeah. Yeah, I've been telling you this, man. I know, but like... Look at you over there, American eating your fucking red vines. These colors don't run. You're wearing khaki. Khaki on khaki. You you look like you're in the fucking army. <laughs> I'll give you the information, I swear. <laughs> khaki on khaki. Going to Iraq anytime soon? No. You look like it. All right, well... <laughs> Blend right in with the sand. You done? Yeah. <laughs> I like your hat, by the way. Thanks. Um, no, it does make it 10 times worse that he is a veteran. Yeah. He's and a veteran. the mom too, right? Yep. Hmm. That sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd be like, my fucking whole family has... Given their lives. For y- you guys. Yeah. And one of us dies and... Shit's stupid. Yeah. So, when they did get all the information, it contained a disc with the colored crime scene pictures of her murder. With the help of his brother, him being Dr. Johnson, his brother actually had a criminal science degree... They were able to determine from the pictures that Lavina's neck was almost definitely broken. Hmm? They could tell from the pictures that her neck had been broken. I'm saying, hmm, like, how did that, because of the blow? Mm-hmm. You would, I just, yeah, but then again, if it... I don't see how, like, you break your neck doing that. And have a teeny tiny little gunshot exit wound and your full face. Like, literally, her face, gunshot wound-wise, was undisturbed. Yeah, okay. It looked like her shoulder was dislocated. Lividity had set in on the left side of her body, and lividity is like the black-blue bruises that's caused by blood pooling Mm. once you die. So it had set in on the left side of her body, which made it seem like someone had moved her post-mortem because, remember, she was on her back with her arm over her face. Yeah. Dr. Johnson also saw in the photographs bloody footprints in the dirt in front of the tent where his daughter had supposedly been found. It is worth From noting. this person who found her? The crime scene was not handled properly. Of course it wasn't. You know, there were people all in over. Yep. yep. So don't know for sure, but indicated that maybe somebody had been bleeding outside the tent. The back of Lavina's clothes had debris on them, like she had been dragged into the tent. So like the back of her clothes were dirty and leaves. And mm-hmm. once they saw all this, they decided that they wanted Lavina's body exhumed and a new autopsy performed. So two years after she was buried, Lavina's body was exhumed and they got an impartial third-party doctor to perform a second autopsy. So this is one of those stories where there's a bunch of different kind of just a lot of different information. It's hard to figure out what's true and what isn't because some things would say this, but they didn't say this and 
You know, like yeah. some of the reports said that when they sent her body home, that her gloves had been glued onto her hands. Like the army had done her autopsy and prepared her and put her in her dress, mm-hmm. you know, outfit and glued her gloves on her hands. Some of the articles said this while others didn't. But if that's so, that's definitely fucking weird. Why would they glue their glue? Though? Yeah. So. <laughs> and then. Glued the gloves so we can't see what's under the fingernails. Maybe. Contrary, well, I guess at that point, it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, contrary to the Army's report, it seemed that Lavina's body did show signs of sexual assault, and it looked like that someone had poured a caustic substance, like maybe acid or lye, all over her genitals. Are you fucking joking? All the reports say that. Everything you look up mentions the fact. Okay, I'm sorry. So all of them say that, this, mm-hmm. but they didn't say anything about it until the third to the second autopsy? Well, no. I, all of the articles, like when I'm looking up this story, you know how I said some of the articles said the gloves, some didn't. Every article said that about the substance on her genitals. The military's report said nothing about that. Of course it didn't. Right. What? So when they did the autopsy, like, oh, this girl killed herself. Wow, it's really weird that she has this stuff on her genitals that didn't Make you go, hmm, because you already knew, fuckers. So basically, what you're telling me is... And the, and also, the <clears throat> autopsies have never been released. Like, this is kind of hearsay. Okay. But why would her dad, who was in the military, a veteran, lie about this? He wouldn't. But you also have to understand, this is it. This, I'll give you my, my scenario that happened. What happened was, she was sexually assaulted, right? She goes, has that complaint, the whole thing, she goes and gets checked out, the whole... Thing. The same people come back, put whatever it is on her genitalia as like a, oh, you're going to report me, we're going to do this, whatever. And then it turns into what it did. That's exactly what happened. And I understand. Say you do have a child that kills themselves. You're going to look for anything that points to your child did not do that yeah. to themselves. But nothing is going like that. That That is not something you would fabricate or like... Mm-mm. No. You know what I mean? Like a father wouldn't make that up about his daughter. No. No. And some articles also said that there were teeth marks on her body. Again, this wasn't in all of them. So I, I yeah, like sometimes it's like, ooh, cuz some articles say some stuff, some say others. I don't want to I don't want to tell people things that may not be true. So right. the bite mark thing and the glove thing may not be true, but nobody really knows. No DNA testing had been done on anything. Not the gun, not the matches. Not the aerosol can, nothing. There were no discernible fingerprints on the gun. And something said that she didn't even have fingerprints on her. Just from like, you know, first responders dealing with her and moving her, Mm -hmm. you know? So were they wiped off? It was. I also found one source that said the M16 rifle that was found at the scene had a totally different serial number than the one that was assigned to her when she got to Iraq. And also, it was never released whose. Yeah, and it was? Yes. That's interesting. Yep. I mean, can't hold on to that for... I mean, like, yes, it's a big piece of evidence because you're like, okay, if she didn't kill herself, then that's a big thing. But also, if she if she did, I don't think she did. But if she did, she's just going to pick up a gun. She's that's not, what I'm saying. She's not going to give a shit Yeah, it does. It if you're going to kill yourself, it doesn't matter whose yeah. it was. But, that, but wouldn't you think that yours would be the most accessible? Like your- Yeah, especially since I went and went all the way to get a six pack of Schlitz and some M&Ms and lip balm and put it on my bed. I'm going to grab my rifle that's by my bed. Yeah. So Dr. Johnson tried and failed to have the case reopened in spite of all these inconsistencies. 
in 2007, he decided to go to the media with what he had to see if maybe that kind of pressure would help. And they did gain a lot of support when he came out with this. Everybody supported them, you know, and wanted answers. Numerous petitions have been made to have the case looked at. But to this day, the military's official stance on Lavina Johnson's death remains the same. Bullshit. Lavina's father believes that his daughter was assaulted and killed, and her crime scene was staged to look like a suicide to cover up for somebody on that base with a high rank or prestige. Absolutely. That's 100% what it is. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had people tell me, because in our job, sometimes we do work with military people. That's how we knew all these little fuck boys. But anyway, <laughs> but I've had girls and guys, I've had men and women say something happened to me. This, this, this. I can't tell anybody because if I do, I'm going to receive so much backlash that it's going to make my, my life miserable. Not so much that they're going to kill this person, but they've said straight up, they're going to deploy me far away from my family and everybody I love if I tell because I've seen it happen to other people or you know, I'm going to get bullied and just ridiculed if I tell because I've seen it happen to other people. And like I said, this is men and women who have told me these things. Yeah, I see it. I believe it. That's that's horrible. And something similar to this happened not too long ago in a, on a base in Texas. And the girl was Latina. Mm-hmm. I can't I don't I can't I can't remember her name, though. There, there, Lavina's is not the only story. No, it's not. For this. But that's fucking crazy. Um, so her parents have set up a scholarship fund to honor their daughter. Donations can be made to the Lavina L. Johnson College Scholarship Fund, P.O. Box 117 Fluorescent. Did I say Missouri? I think it's Missouri. M.O. Missouri? Missouri. Okay. Missouri. 63032. They do have a documentary as well. It's called The Silent Truth. I didn't watch it. I just feel like it would piss me off 10,000 times more. What's it on? I don't know. I didn't look up to find what it was. I got a lot of this information from the website her parents created, livingandjohnson.com. Like I said, her story is not the only one. I mean, this, like I said, happens to males as well. We need to do better as a country. We need to do better as people. Fucks. And this shit is just fucking enraging. Enraging. <sighs> That's the only word for it. I saw something that said that, and take this with a grain of salt, because there were a lot of people that were like, that's not fucking real. Said that women were more likely to be assaulted by their own fellow soldiers. Yeah, you're more likely, that women are more likely to be assaulted by their own fellow soldiers than they are to be killed or hurt by an enemy. And people are like, well, that's because women don't fight. Hmm. I know there's a lot of resources out there for military people and people in general that have gone through this, but it's not enough. It's really sad. Mm. And I know it's not just America. There, I think um, when I was doing the research, something like this happened in the UK as well. Like I said, it's people. People just need to do better. Mm-hmm. I would whoop all their asses for her. Line those, yeah. fucking, lining those fucking men up. Pour acid on their genitals, fuckers. Well, yeah, that was it. Well, hope everybody's good and mad now. Uh, I thought I felt a little too much joy today, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Some of that female rage. I know the feminism in my body. All right, well. Yeah, well, so there's no good way to close this. Follow, follow the Insta. Lady underscore you're scaring us. We'll see you on the next one. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Okay, bye.